Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Good evening and welcome to Beware Spoilers. I am Adam. We're here to talk about a movie that's not really a spoilery movie. I think that's a bit of the the issue we have here. We're talking about Emily. And I'm see earlier today, go back and listen to like the five minute episode that we that I did this afternoon or this I guess, yeah, late afternoon, early evening. That kind of just explains the new ranking system, where there's a five-star rankings, five-star being seat in theater opening night, and it's a must-see movie, you know, go see it as soon as possible on the biggest screen possible. And then one being, skip it entirely, don't even wait for it to come to streaming, it's not worth your time or effort to go see this movie. So, here we are with this, uh, this one. And I was a little on the fence between four and five where four is go see it but you know don't make a huge effort to go see it it's not the end of the world if you don't see it in theaters um but you know you can probably get a lot out of it if you watch in a um what's it called in a uh that's a problem gotta learn that now um they're tearing up the road but they didn't put a sign up or anything I guess maybe that guy's just an asshole um, anyway, um, four is don't rush out to see it immediately. You can see it in a matinee and get basically the same experience. Three is, uh, wait for it to go to streaming or home media. So like, but it's worth spending money to watch where it's, you know, it's seeing it in a red box rental is worth it. Or if you wait and get it on, you know, rent it on a streaming service, or if you watch it on, if you get a streaming service, you don't already have for the month just to watch the movie. It's kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we also have... You know, so the the issue with this movie that there's there's a lot of stuff this movie does really well, but at the same time it's also very long, which is what lends me to lean more toward the wait for streaming. Is it's the length and the fact that while you're watching it, I'm sitting there, I'm like, there's definitely room to cut here. It's not like there's stuff that is you know it's it's stuff that is you know better left on the cutting room floor, so to speak. And it's, it's all in the movie. It feels kind of like the Fableman's in that way, but it's not two and a half hours long. It's only two hours and change. Um, which, you know, is a big difference. Um, but regardless, we are in this weird situation when you watch this movie where it's like, where does it go? Because the thing is, a, a two-hour and ten-minute movie better do a good job of proving why it needs to be two hours and ten. And there's a lot of weird cuts and weird things that, you know, could have been omitted to make the movie be a little bit cleanly, um, like, hour 45, and it would have flowed a little bit better, I think. There's also the idea that the movie is, um, you know, like, like, all of that's happening, and it's like, the plot isn't exactly concise, it's more abstract, which I don't have a problem with, I'm not saying it's bad to be abstract, or it's bad to be 
more impressionistic when it comes to telling a story, especially the story of someone like Emily Bronte. Like, I, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but that is something that mileage will, will vary on for the for the player. Or, wow, the, the viewer. Um, so it is one of those things, like, as I'm watching it, it's those are things that are weighing. But at the same time, um, I'm curious as to when this movie premiered um, compared to when the Oscar... Uh, the Oscar voting window closed because Emily Mackey Emily, yeah, I think that's her name Emma Mackey, I think it's her name in the lead um, does a great, she's just fantastic in this movie um, and she gives a performance that's like, if you look back at like other movies that I really enjoyed it's like Kristen Stewart in, in Spencer and, and stuff like that I don't think that, I think she's got a performance that's up there as one of the better performances of last year um and I'm surprised this movie didn't get nominated in that category. I think that the movie is very good for that. On top of that, um, we've talked about it before with, with color grading, um, where it's like we don't tend to talk about color grading unless it is really bad, because it's, it's easy to point out terrible color grading, and um, it's harder to point, and, and when it's good, you don't notice it. Um, which is kind of where this movie is. Like, the movie... Like, when we... This is a movie that very rarely do we see this happen, where the color grading is so above and beyond what we would expect to see that it's, it's a, it creates an entirely new visual palette that's just so, so great. And it's one of the things that I caught myself just in awe of multiple times throughout this movie was how beautiful the entire thing looks from beginning to end and how everything about it kind of flows and how everything about, like, the visuals of the outside, the visuals of the rain, the visuals of, uh, of, of night and day, how they all kind of blend together and how we're, we're using new innovative camera techniques to be able to capture things that we wouldn't have ordinarily captured in the past, including be able to more faithfully recreate the color and the, um, and, and the, the visuals of a night, of a, a nighttime before electricity. Um, and so make it easy to watch in a way where we're not sitting there trying to figure out what's going on, who's talking to who and what. Um, there's certainly more good. And, and, and I think that the issue is like watching the movie, um, I'm, I'm inclined to give it the four. I'm inclined to give it the four after thinking about it and after deliberating on it because there's so much positive in the movie that it being a little long and a little janky in the edit, um, which you can make the case is 100% an artistic decision. Like, it's a weird edit, but it's a consistently weird edit where it's like this was a conscious decision to do it this way. Um, like, it's not like it's just poorly edited for, for being poorly edited sick, which is a big difference than, you know a movie where they're, they're making conscious choices to, to use quick cuts and, and quick cuts at weird times. Um, to create, because like I've talked about before, um, quick cutting creates a sense of anxiety. It creates a sense of urgency. It speeds up the pacing of it while a long shot will, or a long tape will allow for it to breathe and allow for emotions to hang and let moments hang in the air. Um, and we talked about it a lot with The Whale. That, that Brendan Fraser movie that he's nominated for Best Actor in, where it's like he, we, you have a lot of quick cuts in places where you shouldn't be using it, and it just kind of creates the wrong sense of emotion, or the wrong sense of emotional pacing at times where it should be. Here we have kind of a similar thing, but it looks like it's more done on purpose um, to 
create more of a juxtaposition of how you would look at the situation in a conventional sense and then how a more like in a more modern sense how you look at the situation and how someone at the time would look it's to juxtapose your view with Emily's view and it, it, it works moderately well um, I'll say that it's just it takes a little bit like this is a movie that takes a little bit for you to settle into the visual language of and to understand what's going on but once you're in and understand it, it it kind of flows in the same way it's kind of like watching Christopher Nolan movie in that way or watching Little Women where it's like once you've acclimated yourself to the the way they're telling the story it flows very well um, it's just that mileage will vary which is I think another reason why I think that the theatrical experience would probably benefit a lot of people who would not ordinarily see the movie because I know me if I'm watching something on Netflix or on Hulu or on Amazon, something like that, if it doesn't grab me within, like, five minutes, I'm out. Or if it's doing something weird and I don't have the attention span in that moment to 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 really immerse myself and understand everything that's going on within the first five minutes, I'm out, I'm watching something else, I'm moving on to something different. Um, this, the theatrical experience takes that away from you and allows, and, and kind of forces you to experience something new. And I think that that's something else that would really benefit this. Um, that said, there's nothing about the movie that really demands that it, it get the five. There's nothing in that's like, this is so good you have to see it right now or go see it, you know, in a late night screening or go see it like that. Um, I can see it being a good, you know, it's not really a great romance. I mean, like, the guy's fun, like, the, like the, the guy's kind of an ass through the entire thing. Um... But it is kind of a, you know, it is, it is a, like, it's a, it's a solid four. It's a definitely a four. That's probably the best place to put it. Because um, it's definitely not a two. It's 100% not a two. It's, it, it is a good enough movie with strong enough acting performances to make the movie interesting um, consistently the entire way through. So it's definitely a four. Um, it was just, where do we put it between a, uh, um, a, uh, a four and a three? Uh, and I am liking this new ranking system, if I do say so myself, because it gives me a framework around which to to discuss the movie a little bit clearer. What else was there to talk about with this one? Um, yeah, I mean, the supporting cast is all great, and I think that that's why this movie's even better, I would say, than The Whale, because The Whale has a great acting performance from uh, from Brendan Fraser, and I'm not taking that away from him. That's not what I'm trying to do. He does a great job in the movie, and, and the movie is carried on his back. If it's not for him, that movie does not work at all. Um, that said, like, this is very much another one of those, if the acting performance of, um, Emma Mackey is not 100%, the movie is not the same, but at the same time, the other performances are, but it's a very different kind of thing, where it's like, this is very much the story of Emily Bronte, so if you have this, you know, if, if, if she doesn't work, it would fall apart, but in a different way, in, in, in a sense, because it's like... I think that the, you know, the whale is somehow both more dependent and less dependent on his performance, where if he has a bad performance or if any actor has a bad performance, like, let's say uh, the girl from Stranger Things had a bad performance in that, or Ty Simpkins from, uh, from, from Jurassic World had a bad performance in that movie, you could put, you can put it aside and be like, all right, that's not the most important thing, we have other characters who are kind of sharing screen time with and getting to know and understand. You have all of that. Um, here we have very much, this is Emily's story, uh, where Emily can't, 
you can't separate out Emily from the plot of this movie and isolate them separately. That's kind of the problem with... Not problem, that's the wrong word, but, like, that's kind of the situation with this movie. Um, it's interesting to, to see a movie this... And, and, and for... Uh, I've only ever seen Emily Mackey... Or Emma Mackey in... Um, I keep calling her Emily for the same the movie. Uh, Emma Mackey in um, Death on the Nile. Um, but she, she's pretty good in this movie. Um, it's definitely worth a watch. If you have not checked out... Um, Emily yet go to uh, a theater and watch that um, and, and again I, like I said definitely the theatrical experience will help out getting a viewer invested in this movie because you can't get up and turn it off um, and it kind of forces you to understand what's going on and it, it, this is a movie that is best experienced that way because it lets you it, it, it is a an experimental film in a way um but it does do a lot to, you know, to, to, to handhold you through how it's experimenting. And, and it, it does it very well. Um, but I think we'll wrap up there for today. I think we've covered enough ground on that. So, if I remember correctly, tomorrow I'm seeing Cocaine Bear. Um, because, uh, because it's coming out this week. It's really the only reason. I think if there was, if there was another movie to see instead, I would definitely go see that instead. You know, maybe I'll swap it up and maybe I'll see Marcel the show with shoes on. Nah, probably cocaine bear. My editor's gonna want cocaine bear. Um, so yeah, that's that that'll be better for, for his bottom line, even if it's not for mine. Um So that's where we are right now. Um I don't think it's gonna be that great. I mean it's about a bear that does cocaine and kills people. I mean I I've, I've seen the entire movie from the trailer because a bear does cocaine and kills people, and, and that's it. Fortunately, it's under two hours, which is nice. I don't have to sit there for a fucking long-ass movie to, to understand, to, to see this whole thing. Um, but, yeah, I think that that is the, the big kind of, you know, that's the big one this week. I think we're all doing All Quiet on the Western Front on Sunday. We are also going to be doing, um, I feel like there's another TV show. Maybe I was, you know, forgetting. Um, well, we have that. And then we also have, um, next week on, uh, on Wednesday, we have Creed 3. We're doing Creed 3 a day early. Um, and we'll also have, um, Operation Fortune next week, which got delayed by a year, and I'm interested to find out why. Um, and then we also have, uh, Mandalorian coming back. Um, not just that, but we also have um, The Last of Us continuing and everything else we've been doing continuing on. If you want to hear me rant about The Flash, go listen to this morning's episode. We talked about, at length, my problem with The Flash. Um, specifically how fucking dumb this episode was. Uh, and not for the reason you probably think it is, based on me saying the episode was dumb. Uh, but yeah, we will, you know, that's all up there if you want to listen to it. I'm exhausted. Um, it has been a very long day, um, and I'm on my way home to eat something, and then eventually go to bed, um, after I write a review of this. Um, but yeah, so we'll, we'll wrap up there for today. If you want to keep track of what we're doing, see up the upcoming schedule, go to, uh, multipleworldproductions.com slash calendar. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars. If you're listening on YouTube, please subscribe. Um, that we do more than movies, we do TV, we do video games, we do a little bit of everything. And if you subscribe on the YouTube channel, you get all three feeds. You get 
exploring hyperspace lanes. You get um, well, you get beware of spoilers, and you get thirty minute reviews. Um, all that you'll get notifications about when we're doing stuff. Um, and if you go to GizmultipleWorldProductions.com, you got all of our information on there. If you want to watch something, we got it all, and uh, it's all available there too, uh, with easy links to find stuff, um, including pre-ordering the next book. Um, we are better than our worst instincts, which comes out in June. Um, so we'll wrap up there for today, and until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.